You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 079. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 79. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. My dearest love. Hello, baby girl. (laughs) Oh. How are you? I am just high on life and spreading the word. Are you? Through a podcast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing podcasts. I have <laughs> Me too. so much it's fun. fun. I actually really have just such a blast with you. It's a good connection time for us, you know, even it, though we're connecting like, with our audience as well. Yeah. It's your like a little, little personal. It's yours too. Because every time somebody sends a comment, like, here's what I want you to sound off on. They're like, P.S. Mr. Smith rocks. <laughs> P.S. Awesome. We love Mr. Smith. Yay. Like, oh. I love it. I get love too. I'm like, I love him too. <laughs> So much. You guys, we are, we're on episode 79. And let me just tell you. 79. We're going to hit episode 100 here pretty Pretty soon. Pretty soon, yeah. And we've, we've got some seriously amazing shit coming up for 2015. Yeah, it's going to be a fun 100th episode. Yeah. And we've got, you know, we've kind of tested the waters of, would you guys be interested of us doing something together, teaching together Mm -hmm. about relationships. That's right. I'm just That's saying. right. Something yes. might be coming at you in 2015. Yay. So, um, but. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. So, hello and welcome. Oh, hi. You, hey, guys. Uh, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> um, so, and it's funny because people are always like, it sounds like you guys are just talking to each other. We kind of are. Yeah. But this is how we are all the time. <laughs> all the time. Not all the time. Kind of nauseating. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. So if you're new with the show, we typically will do a life topic one week and then a relationship-based topic the next week. And so today we've got a great relationship topic. And this is another one that came from one of our listeners. And it is about disagreeing and arguing with grace and kindness. Mm. And uh, we, we love. A- I always go to the listener's suggestions first. So if you've got like a burning issue... You might want to get that looked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See a doctor. <laughs> but after you've done that, um, cruise by thejoyjunkie.com and just click on the podcast uh, tab. And there's a place where you can actually submit uh, your topic of choice. And um, you have a very good chance of getting selected because we go to that. I mean, we do a weekly show, for Christ's sake. So we, I go to that immediately to find content. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we've got another listener submission today. <clears throat> Ooh, yay. But before we do, we've got to do our uh, our newer segment that we've been... That's right. Our new, newer Which segment. has been so much fucking fun for us. It's I hope it's fun, fun for everybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so without further ado... Would you rather... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't make me say that. <laughs> no, it's funny. All, All right. right. This week's Would You Rather is, would you rather have the ability to make yourself incredibly fit and hot at will or your significant other? So I can choose to be like 
rock and body and looking fierce, or right. I can choose you to be rock and body and looking fierce. Right. Well, I know what I would pick. What would you pick? I'd pick me. You? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'd pick me because um, I love how I feel when I'm physically fit and stuff like that. And I find you attractive in pretty much every state. <laughs> That's awesome. Like you've been a lot more buff. You've been a lot fatter before. You've been a lot thinner before. Like I've gone through some, uh, some metamorphosis. <laughs> and I always am like, God damn, he's hot. Baby, you're so So crazy. it would be awesome, but. I would say the same thing. I'd be I mean, happier if I was. I would, I would rather, um, like even like talking about sex, I feel a lot more confident in my performance and in you feel more the v- act virile yes more virile <laughs> when i'm fit yeah right so uh i think i would pick me yeah uh, selfishly i think yeah well i'm so much more affected by how i feel about myself i don't know is it more selfish to uh pick your significant other or is it more selfish to pick yourself um, I don't know if I want to even put that name on it because okay. I think like whatever you choose is what you choose. Okay. And, and then it's a matter of like, do you like that about yourself? And then Ooh, look at you getting all coachy. <laughs> can't take the coach out of the girl. That's her damn sure. Um, I can't help it. Like, uh, <laughs> so I think we both picked ourselves, ourselves, right? Yeah. Okay. What about you guys? What do you guys think? Yeah, so please let us know. So you can find us at thejoyjunkie.com slash 79 for this episode. And we've mentioned this a couple of times, but if you didn't know this and you're listening on an iOS or iTunes, anything iTunes or Mac-related podcast app, and you're listening to our little show and you can see my picture there and it's awesome and you click on it and you turn (laughs) it over and it gives all the show notes about what's being covered in this episode, you will see a live link. That says thejoyjunkie.com slash 79. And you can just click on that. It'll take you right to the podcast page. And you can enter in the comments. You can tell us what your would you rather's would be. Okay. Plus, we love to hear Ooh, from you. And like, if you can uh, share with us, you know, your biggest takeaway from today or, you know, your biggest aha moment or your thoughts or, you know, even if it's like, okay, so I get that. But what about this? We just sure. really want to hear from you and connect with you. And we were just so pumped. When we heard that those links are going to be live on That's podcast apps. That's cool, yeah. And now, I don't know if um, I checked on Stitcher, which is, you know, another podcast platform for uh, for non-Mac users. For um, And by the way, we're not those Mac people who are Apple people who are like, ew, uh, you need you an iPhone. A, we're yeah. just, we, w- we went in to get new iPhones and we were like, we're open to trying new things. And, <laughs> and then we're like, well, at our age, we don't really want to learn a new system. We know. I like, yeah, I'm used to this system. I'm just going to stick to it. <laughs> but it was totally motivated by not wanting to learn something new. Like fogey. We were being fogies. We were being fogies. Total fogies. But, Way um, to bring that word back. <laughs> I'm currently bringing back the word fogey <laughs> and the side pony. <laughs> I have been bringing I back know. the side pony. I know you have. <laughs> Single-handedly, I'm bringing back the side pony. You Rocking heard it, it here too. first, Rocking episode it. 79. Yeah, you're going to see everybody now wearing side ponies watch. <laughs> well, in 1997 I was voted biggest trendsetter. Oh. So, well. by like 30 people in a in a <laughs> private school. So, if that tells you anything. Well, let's see if it's still Applies. All right, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Why do I, I love lo- that episode? Of Why do I love SNL? that so much? Okay. All right. <clears throat> so let's talk about disagreeing and arguing with grace and kindness. Okay. Um, so let's read this. This was a submission from a listener. And she said, which I thought this was really awesome. Flattery will get you everywhere, by the way. Uh, Hi, Amy. I see you. I see how kind you and your husband speak to one another on the podcast. Can you teach me how to speak my truth kindly, argue kindly, and express bad, bad feelings nicely? Most times, if I disagree with someone or become angry, I won't say anything for fear of saying something very wrong or very hurtful, including with my coworkers, spouses, children, um, etc. If you are still, I'm like, oh, you have couple spouses? Interesting. No, just kidding. Uh, if you are still, oh, and then she she does. Remember when we asked people, uh, where is like an awesome liberal place to live? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She told us like, oh, by the way, look into Austin, Texas. I have heard about. I've Austin. heard. I've heard that it's I heard Texas Austin as a just, whole is getting more liberal. I heard Austin is just weird. Oh like, yeah, that's the thing. Like people riding. Uh, those old school bikes with the big tire and the little tire okay, around perfect. town. That'll be perfect for us. Yeah. Like, we could so get one of those and I'd be like in the sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We've got to do a photo shoot. <laughs> All right. Done. I'll call my guy. Um, Can you imagine my big ass on one of those things? <laughs> Not cool. Mr. Smith is huge, you guys. Okay. So we have like a sizable difference. I, I'm 5'1 and he's 6'5. Yeah. So we, we make a very... And you're like 120 dripping wet. Maybe. And, and I'm you're like sweet. 235. <laughs> All right. So back to okay. the show. Back to the show. Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, back. <laughs> All right. So I loved this question because um, a lot of people do this where they stifle their own opinions and their own thoughts because they confuse that with malice. They confuse having an opinion with being malicious. Well, it's also the way it's delivered. Delivery is everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about like kind of four things to keep in mind, four steps, four ideas, concepts, whatever, that that can really help you understand the difference between um, behaving out of malice and actually behaving from personal truth. Okay. Right? Um, because we inevitably are going to have differences of opinion. We're not going to agree. We're going to find things offensive. There's no sense in trying to like tiptoe around that. So why not just claim how we feel about things, but do it in a way that we're proud of who we are. So that's really what we're going to talk about. Um, So the first thing, this was really, this was a concept that I came up with while I was teaching a class this past year. And it, it hit home for a lot of people. You are responsible for your intention, not your reception. Okay? okay. So get connected to your intention. So Ooh, for instance, like if you're with a partner and we, like, let's say you and I are having an argument and I say something to you that is so like a low blow and I know in my heart of hearts, if I get really honest about it, my intention was to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the argument. It was about, I'm going to hurt you. I am going to do something that I know will cause you pain. Right. That is very different than me saying something that you don't want to hear, but my intention is one of love okay. or kindness or honesty or honesty to myself or self-love to, my, you know, to me. Um, because here's the deal. You are going to be received a ton of different ways. Right. It's going to land 
with people who are insecure, very different than people who are very secure. Sure. So you're responsible for your intention in what you say. And a lot of that comes from your delivery. Because if your intention is one of kindness, you're not going to deliver it in an acrimonious, biting, acerbic way. Right? Right. So that's something for you to really, really check yourself. Because just because you're conversing with somebody who has a difference of opinion, it does not mean that my intention is one of hurt and malice. It's not. It, my intention is speaking my truth. Okay. But that's, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Go on. So, so I want you to just kind of wrap your head around that concept first, right? Because I could be handling myself in the most proud way and being very kind and saying, like I've said to colleagues, you know what? I need to politely disagree with you there um, and have expressed my personal opinion. Now, that could land with people who are like, you're a fucking loser, you know, and you're a jerk and where it, you know isn't received well or it could land on with somebody who is like okay I really see your point and it could feel very awesome and easy mm-hmm. I can't control all those other variables all I can control is myself how I show up and my intention so I want you to just get just get connected to that because most of us don't do that we go okay this is a successful conversation as long as everybody feels good well, okay, now my question is, does that work the same? Like, this is a very adult way of handling things. Yeah. But when you're working with children, when you're talking to your kids, does it still apply? Um, I do do not feel like I'm an authority to speak on that stuff. Well, that one, the reason I say is one of the things she mentioned in there was children. Yes. Um, I really think it's about... Gosh, like I just, I really feel that it is about the example you want to embody. So what what do you want your children to do? Do you want them to adopt a lifestyle where they're so afraid to piss people off? Or do you want them to be able to, to speak their truth with kindness? Mm. Um, so something my dad did with me when I was little, and this stuck with me so much, man, is he would discipline us and... Um, you know, like, so we grew up where we got spanked and it wasn't like, you know, now you can't do that shit because it's a uh, child abuse and all that. Right. But so I grew up in a, where I got spanked and he would come to us afterwards and he would, because you know, when you're like, God damn it, like you're so pissed at your kids, like you cannot control it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He would come to us and he would say, you know what? I disciplined you out of anger instead of out of love. So he claimed his intention. Right. And he said, you know what? In that moment, I was angry with you. And that's why I hit, you know, gave you a spanking instead of I wanted you to really learn this lesson. And then he would ask for forgiveness. And mind you, we, we really are talking about a spanking. Like not, not right, an abusive right, right. household. None of that. None of sure, that. Sure, sure. Um, so he would then ask, will you forgive me? Will you forgive me for basically having a, uh, the wrong intention right. there because he could have disciplined us out of love <clears throat> and sometimes he absolutely did and other times it was oh my god I'm gonna lose my shit I'm gonna smack this kid <laughs> right so again though my god the lesson that was taught to me there sure and so now I'm always using my own intention as the barometer so for instance if somebody hates that I use foul language or if they um, you know leave me a nasty comment about my beliefs on fear or something like that 
I, I always check in with myself and look at, okay, am I proud of who I was? Do I have anything that I need to clean up? Do I have anything I need to apologize for? And then I look at like, no, my intention was pure. Um, I handled myself exactly the way I wanted to, how I want to show up. So I'm going to release that comment. Like I'm letting it go. Okay. Right? Because I cannot please everybody. And I will kill myself if I tried to. And I sure. just don't want to. I want to please Amy. Yeah. <laughs> like I want Amy to be happy. Yeah. Right. And I have found that when I do that, it's it's a ripple effect. Right. So um, so to answer your question, like just in how it relates to our children, like what are the lessons you want to teach them? Okay. That's good. Because I think we we inadvertently raise children to to be people pleasers. And a lot of times they don't uh, kids don't necessarily listen to what what you say as much as the example that you set and what they see. If they see you cowering under your own truth and not speaking your mind, not handling yourself with grace, not being kind, um, they will most likely mimic it mm-hmm. or learn some sort of major lesson, even if that lesson is, I don't want to be like my mother. Right. Right? Which inevitably so, we end up doing anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. So anyway, I just think that that's great. Like, It's just awesome to think about my own father and how now – one of the biggest lessons that I've always learned then is if I make a mistake, you clean it up and you ask for forgiveness. It's mm. that simple. Now, somebody may or may not forgive you. That's not your fault. That's not your choice. Your choice is to handle yourself with grace. So I've actually had a couple of situations like that recently where um, I didn't handle myself the best way. You know, that was a circumstance. It was not who I am being. I don't need to beat myself up, whatever. But I need to clean up that little mess. So I went to people, and I've done this a couple of times where people were like, I would have never even thought anything twice about that. Right. And I'm like, right. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you would have thought of. It matters that I don't feel like I showed up the way I wanted to, and I, I want to express apology to you. And they're like, no, it's fine, whatever, whatever. But that's, again, what I'm talking about. You're responsible for your intention, who you are being. Yeah. All right. So now if we're talking about um, uh, relationships, like let's say you're in, like like you and I. Okay. I would highly suggest if you if if this is something that your relationship could could sustain, I would say have a really candid conversation with your partner about your arguing strategy. Right? Okay. Because we're all going to we're all going to have different thoughts on how to spend money, how to rear the kids, how to um you know, decorate the home. Like our differences of opinion about the minutiae can escalate to these crazy bitter fights very quickly if we don't have a strategy for um, allowing ourselves to actually have differences of opinion. Yeah, for right? sure. And, and sometimes it's really deep, like you cheated on me and like now I can't, you know. Sometimes it's really, really deep shit. So that's why I'm sure. saying that having your conversation with your partner about how you want to fight or about how you want to argue that um, not everybody's at that place, right? But you can always start with baby steps. So um, I just wanted to kind of share a couple of things that we realized. And we really started looking at what doesn't work, right? So for the two of you, what doesn't work is probably yelling and screaming, throwing shit. No one ever is heard, 
right? Like we've talked about this plenty of times on the pod. You never set yourself up to be heard if you're screaming and yelling. You you expel a lot of emotion, a lot of energy. That's great. You get that out, but nothing changes and you stay in that same fucking cycle. Yeah. So sit down and ask each other, like, what doesn't work when we fight? Like what what is not working? Because you can get really clear on that pretty quickly. For sure. Yeah. That's and then look the at, well, what would work? What could we do? And then also looking at what are you committed to? What are you really, really committed to? Are you committed to not throwing low blows? Okay. Or are you committed to um, the minute it gets uh, heated that you step away and you you come back to it, you know? Um, you reaching out for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so grabbing cute. Your toes. He's grabbing my toes right now. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. So, for instance, we we kind of developed an arguing strategy when pretty early on in our relationship. And uh, if you guys follow anything from jo- John Gottman, he's like a renowned uh, therapist who has studied couples, and and he always talks about um, the happiest couples are not the ones who don't fight; they're the ones who know how to fight. And and get through it and and uh, are able to assess it and see what it is and, and all these things. And I, I thought about that. I'm like, awesome. That's what we've been doing for years. And yeah. one of the first things that we realized is that the minute we get heated and like starting to be like, what? You know, and like upset and our voice gets raised, we have to separate. We have to stop, stop in our tracks. And we usually need like at least an hour, maybe two. Gather our thoughts. Right. So that you're not speaking from passion. Yeah. Because when you speak from passion, a lot of times you're not speaking in a way, first of all, that you can be heard. Um, but usually you say shit you really, really don't mean. Right. It's, it, it's you, you don't stay focused on the topic. Right. You make it big. Like this is about <laughs> our, you know. And other things that you haven't voiced come out. and Right. And you're like, oh, where'd this come from? Right, and, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So if you can, so the, the other piece of that with us is one of the things that we committed to was we decided that in those two hours or in Whatever that span time. of time that we're, we're, we're cooling off that, that tea kettle is really what it is. Like it's like, <laughs> That's a great, That's like a great screaming way it. and we need to take it off the burner. And, and I'll tell you what. At the very beginning, it's still fucking hot. It's still about ready to scream, right? So you you have to give yourself that cooling off period. So one of our commitments is once we get to that cooling off period to genuinely look at was I at fault here? Was there, do I need to own anything? Mm -hmm. Did I express things maybe in a poor way? Did I expect something that I did not communicate that I expected? Very true. Have I been absent? Have I been distant? Have I been, whatever. Like is, our commitment is to look at what's my role? Yeah. And I think seriously in the 17 years we've been together, we've had maybe two arguments where we came back and we both said like after really committing to looking at it, it was really genuinely one person's fault completely. Like where you're like, I, you did nothing wrong here. And same thing for me where I was like, you did nothing wrong here. You handled yourself with grace. I did not. Right. I owe you an apology. Most of the time though. We can both find our we parts. We can both find the parts that we can for sure. grow mm-hmm. about, you know, and, and own. Yeah. Right. So 
even if you can't quite get to that point with your partner, could you sit down and just at least say, can we commit to just cooling off? You know, you might not have a partner who can't blame or who can't be this evolved or whatever. I don't know. Um, but maybe you can just say, let's give ourselves a break and then talk about it when we're of sound mind. Or maybe one of your other commitments is to not ignore it. A lot of times people will uh, have a big blowout fight and then just sweep it under the rug and never talk about it again. Right. Maybe your commitment is we we commit to talking about this when we're, when we're of sound mind and quiet mind and ready to hear one another. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the commitment. Or All not right. drinking or not Perfect. when the kids are around or not in the car or, you know, whatever. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. Like we commit to not. We have a, a couple friend who that was one of their new commitments is we don't discuss anything of real importance in our life, whether good or bad, when we're under the influence. Yeah. Because it almost always escalates. Sure. So great, great stuff that, that you can do. Like really easy. Um. All right, so let's talk about maybe dis- disagreeing or arguing with people maybe other than your spouse. Um, this can apply to really anybody. But I really want you to check in with yourself. Is this a battle that I need to fight? Is this really truly a battle I need to fight? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, in this person's case, I would guess there's a lot more battles that you do need to fight because you you silence yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, Interesting. Now, for myself, I had to go the opposite because I'm combative by nature. You know, I want to speak my mind. I want you to know my opinion. So I had to really choose my battles and do the opposite. So I want to give you a couple of examples like this. So um, as you guys know, I'm involved in theater. And um, one of my theater buddies showed me a picture that I actually found really offensive. It was... um, uh, it was about it, about a special needs child, and it was uh, really making fun of them, you oh. know, for being special needs. And so this this uh, friend of mine, you know, comes to me, and he's, like, showing me, and he thinks it's hilarious. So in that moment, if I don't speak my truth, if I don't express that my opinion is different than his, I would feel severely out of integrity. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit when we did the podcast on lying and yeah. truth. Like, when uh-huh. do you be honest? When your silence is out of integrity, like my silence would give the impression that I agree with that. And right. at my core, at my heart, I can't do that. Okay. Yeah. So so what do I do? Yell and scream at right, him? Right, right. No. No. I handle myself with grace and kindness. And I say, please don't show that to me again. I find that highly offensive. Okay. Like, and how, did, I, and, how and, did they take that? And I just said, like, I don't want to see it. And he just kind of, like, walked off and, like, showed it to other people or whatever. But I did that when I worked in cosmetics, too. Like, there was one guy I worked with all the time, and he would always talk shit about everybody who came into the store. And um, and so I said, I would be like, I'm sorry, I just don't want to hear that. I just don't want to hear that. And I would walk away. Like, I will not be around that if it is out of integrity into for me. Right? I'm not going to just passively agree with somebody that, that that right there is a battle I need to fight. And that's what this listener sounds like. Like it, you need to stand up for your truth when it honors your spirit. Right? Sure. Now, there's other times when it's a battle I do not need to fight. Okay? So, for instance, um, uh, my younger brother. Uh, we have very different political opinions. And he's extremely uh, loud, like I am as well. So <laughs> yeah. when, when we get into conversations about guns or uh, Obamacare or anything controversial from the left to the right, 
and we're pretty far apart on that spectrum, it gets very heated, it gets animated, and I get a feeling of unrest and sickness, and, and I suffer. Right. And overall, that is a battle I do not need to fight. I do not need to get involved in it because there's no good that comes out of it. Right. Now, what the battle that I do need to fight in that situation is saying, I'm not going to entertain this conversation with you. That's what I'm responsible for speaking up. Because I can't ethically hear somebody go on and on and on about a political thing that is out of integrity to my body. So I will just say, I will not discuss this with you. Does that does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think you you have to be, to me, you have to be careful with that because if you use that one, um, you're shutting off a conversation that might enlighten you, right? Right, and that this, that's a very, very, very good point. It is, it depends on, um, it really depends on um, what your goal is, what your outcome is. So for instance, if I'm talking with somebody where we have total differences of opinion, but I know, like I have a, a colleague, we have very difference, a difference of opinion on fear and where it comes from. And we can converse about that and have great intellectual conversations. Right. And that right. it serves us. It's a battle that where we both win. Right. Absolutely. But I know, historically, this situation with my brother always ends up the same way. Right. right? right. So I choose not right. to engage in that. Sure. Because I'd much rather us talk about something else where we can both have a great feeling and connection. Absolutely. No, I, I, what I'm saying is, you know, that's, you can't, you have to be careful and pick and choose where you use that one. In yeah. that case, yes, you have to use that because you know from your history that nothing ever comes of it. Right. Right. But you don't, you can't use that in a conversation where somebody that you don't know very well or someone that, you know, random person, I'm not going to hear that from you. You know? Right. Yes. 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 Very good point. Yeah. That's and, my point. And the, the other thing to mention about this too is you cannot use this as an excuse to not speak your truth. So, for instance, oh, uh, yeah, okay. I've heard this one before that, um, you know, people are struggling in their sex life, but the one, the you know, the one partner is like not, I don't want to bring it up because I feel like it's only going to result in hurt. Like, I don't okay. want to address it because um, they, this my spouse is totally triggered by that and goes into a shame spiral and I just feel like it's going to make things worse than better. What's the alt what what's the cost though? The cost is she has a total desire. She has something that she wants rectified in her relationship. She has a truth essentially that she needs to give voice to that she stifles. Okay. The cost is her is her. Yeah. Her well being and her sex life. So um do you know what it what it's gonna produce? No, but again, what is her intention? Mm -hmm. Her intention is to I love you and I wanna cultivate this connection with you not the reception. The reception is that person's responsibility, right? Do you think you could do that with your brother? Um, how so? Uh, well, you know, saying every time we talk about these topics, it seems like we never get anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, can we agree that we can approach this with love and maybe we can have a, a conversation that doesn't get heated about it? You know, use the tools of argument there. Yeah, yeah, we, I definitely could. 
um, I don't know if I really want to. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's something for me to think about. Well, the, the reason I even bring it up is, you know, all of these are amazing tools. Mm-hmm. You just have to know where to apply them. Right. Right. And you can't just say, oh, well, if Amy I... Said. If I can't, yeah, uh, if I can't uh, get anywhere in a conversation with somebody, then I just don't need to not, I just don't need to not talk about it. Right. You know, and then shut it off. Right. Because you need, still need to keep that, that open, honored, loving heart. Right. In, in, when you're, and being yourself when you're in those conversations or when you do, you know, um, speak with them. Right. So that maybe it changes the tone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, you're right, because that would give him the chance to be, to approach it differently. Right. Right? And it's also if that's the sort of conversations that I want to get involved in. Yeah. Like, do I really want to debate do you want to get into, yeah. with my brother? Absolutely. Probably. I, I don't know if that's Just like a new level that I want to create. I don't sure. know. Right. Um, but that's but, what I'm saying is use point, those tools. The point that you're really underlining here is in every situation, it's your um, intuition and what you need to do to honor you. Because you know very well those times when you pick a fight just to fucking pick a fight. Yeah. And you know those times when you are silent because you are scared that people won't agree with you. And so you're motivated by fear instead of personal truth. And that's what I'm talking about is getting really, really clear inside. Is this a battle that serves me to fight or it's a detriment to me to fight? Because sometimes it's the biggest detriment to be quiet. Right. To be silent. Absolutely. To not speak your truth. And that's the thing is you get to decide if it's wrapped up in a shitty package or a gorgeous package. You can choose that in a heartbeat. What sort of how you deliver the information. You know, you can just deliver it with kindness. That's that simple. Um, yeah, absolutely. So again, um, and the, the fourth thing, and this is something that I've we've talked about this a lot, is you're responsible for how you show up. Okay, so always going back to this is what keeps me grounded in all these scenarios that we've talked about is have I handled myself in a way in which I am proud? Because then I can look like, no, you rolled over. You let that person think you believe that. Right. You let that person think that it was okay with you to make fun of special needs. Mm -hmm. No, I am not proud of who I am. I would have to go clean that up like for my own personal sure. you know do something to clear i would have sure. to clean it up and at the time you might feel like you were doing the right thing to honor yourself but later on you might look back on it and go you know what i really wasn't right and then you can go and, and then you clean it up or, it. You, yeah. or you change rectify you're like you know what not again not again i'm not going to do that again right. the next opportunity i'm going to give voice to it right. i'm going to flex a muscle i haven't used that's the thing is like for many of us we're conditioned to be a different way from childhood from past relationships experiences Culture, whatever society cultures are huge ones sure. um we don't speak up we don't question our elders we don't you know no bullshit <laughs> you can absolutely disagree with somebody and still be kind Right. Still have a pure intention. So again, this question, asking yourself, um, am I happy? Am I proud of who I was and how I showed up? If it's a situation like with my brother, I'm really proud of myself. And I say, you know what? I'm not going to entertain this conversation. I'm proud of Amy when yeah. I do that. Yeah. I'm not proud of me when I get sucked into like a battle over guns. I don't like how I feel. I feel f- like I'm fighting and combative. Like I'm not proud of Amy when I do that. You know? I feel like you should have guns. <laughs> gun show, tickets Uh-oh. to the gun show. Um, 
So another thing too to, to offer up is if you know that you're going to go into certain situations where you're around a lot of people who don't have the same opinions as you. Um, let's say you're going to a family fun, and this could very well be my situation. You go to a family function where everybody's conservative and religious, and I'm liberal and not. Um, and you know, I need to gear up for those situations. So I always ask myself at the end of this function, at the end of this event, how do I want to feel about the woman I was? What will make me proud of me? Well. All this stuff that I just told you, if I speak my truth with kindness, if I am proud of how I convey my truth, like the actual delivery, um, if I am intentional about coming from a place of kindness and love, those are the things that make me proud of me. Not as long as they agree with me. Yeah. Or as long as everybody else is kind. Right. Or as long right. as they think I'm the shit. Or as long, no, nothing to do with anybody else because those are variables. They change all the time depending on your circumstance, right? Yep. So, um, you know, again, like if you know that you're going to go to um, hang out with a group of friends that have a strong opinion about something and you're always quiet about it and it doesn't feel right to you intuitively, you know, your your gut hurts a little bit by being quiet. Gear up and ask yourself, what do I need to do to be proud of the person I am when I go interact with these people? For sure. That gives you your answer. Mm-hmm. What will make me pleased with how I conducted myself? Not if I'm a coward. You know, not if I come from a place of fear. Not if I come from a place of malice. Yeah. So um, hopefully hopefully that was helpful for, for everybody. Sure. You know, yeah. and just kind of looking at how do I disagree with people? How do I argue with people? And still... Do it with grace and kindness. Yeah. 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 I think uh, at the end of the day, it should it should come to um, a conversation, not an argument. Right. Right? Those are two different things. Right. I just think a lot of times in relationships, um, even like, you know, even us, like the happiest relationships, we, you have differences of opinion. You have things that escalate before you can catch it. And you kind of sure. go, oh, shit, we're at tea kettle level. Right. We're blowing our steam. We need to take this off the burner. That's and then right. you kind of catch it and you kind of go, okay. Right. And that works okay. for us. But, That's just us. You know, I, I think what I'm trying to get at with argument and conversation is argument has a certain level to it. Yeah. And it's like you win or I win. Where conversation uh, has an ami- amiable back and forth right right where an argument is you're gonna hear me no you're gonna hear me right right that's the difference i'm trying to make yeah you're right you're absolutely right and that even might be part of your system is like let's have a conversation yeah instead yeah. of let's argue you know yeah, right. um depends on what resonates it has a for volume you. level too but arguing also implies one or the other like you win or i win Right. Whereas a conversation is like, it's collaborative. Right. It's a tennis match. Maybe we can both, <laughs> maybe we can both win though, yeah. you know? So, um, it's beer pong. please <laughs> let us know your thoughts on this. Please swing by. Um, you can just click it right now. Click it. Click it to win it. I don't know. Click it and stick it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I keep thinking click it or ticket, which is click it and pick it. in California. Like if you don't wear your seatbelt, you get a ticket. But anyway, um, cruise by thejoyjunkie.com slash 79. Let us know your would you rathers. Let us know what you think um, about this subject. Like what's a challenge for you? What are you going to implement? What's your biggest takeaway? Whatever. Perfect. And uh, you can do that simply by clicking the link in your app. 
right now. Do it. Do it. Do, do it, it now. Do it. Do it. We want to hear from you. All right, guys. So we love you so much. If you can do an iTunes review for, for us, we'd be so appreciative. That'd be cool. And we'll talk to you next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. <laughs>